Time now for another Thrash by Radio podcast. This is going to be another fun one, another edition of the uh, of the KNAC graduates here. This is where I get to celebrate the uh, pure rock metal years of KNAC FM, Southern California's heavy metal flagship. Welcome once again, Phil Hewlett. Hey! Hey, all right, so Phil... I have my immortal and pestle on my head. You're doing quite well, my friend. So, um... <laughs> As we were talking in our last podcast with you, it seems so long ago. It does, does it? We were uh, we ran through uh, a little bit about what it is to be a salesman in a, not only a radio station but at KNAC, which is important to yeah, just have some perspective on. But most people remember you for your Saturday morning air work. Oh, we had so much fun there, and um, I enjoyed it. It was 6 to 10 in the morning on a Saturday. So many things happened there. You, you wouldn't think that there would be, but you, oh, yeah. think about the lifestyle of the, the headbangers, and 6 a.m. is about the time they're getting home <laughs> on a Saturday morning, right, after right. Friday night. And so I'd get a lot of those phone calls from strippers. Sure. And, uh, and believe it or not, uh, on many occasions, Slash would call me. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a filthy Phil in a... <laughs> Hotel somewhere in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, the TV doesn't work. I'm just listening to you. They were couch surfing at that yeah. time, I think, the oh. Guns N' Roses yeah, guys. Say, hey, buddy, what do you... <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh, I think so. A little strung out sometimes, but he'd say... Uh, I'd ask him what he wanted to hear, and uh, almost always say, can you play a little Anthrax? Really? He's a big Anthrax fan. I didn't know that. Yeah, Slash was. But uh, the uh, the thing that a lot of people remember, and they still ask me to do it uh, to this day, is the little contest whenever I had to give something away. And, you know, we had all sorts of things to give away. You bet. Concert tickets and albums, CDs, the whole deal. Whenever I had a, a contest, it, I did it in a particular way. You, you remember that, I don't absolutely you? witnessed several of them. Yeah. It was America's favorite uh, TV game show, Squeal of Fortune. Yes. And I had people squeal for the goods. They had to call up and squeal like a pig, you know, like a deliverance. I'd never right? heard anything like it until I came in. See, because I came on right after you. Yeah. You remember? Right. Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, Thrash by Drags In. And Phil, at, at about quarter of or 10 till, you start doing Squeal for the Goods. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some of the great names of the kids that named themselves calling in for the Squeal for the Goods. Can oh, you yeah. remember any of the names? Well, you know what? No, I can't. But <laughs> I do remember. The I do remember. I, I do remember Steve from La Mirada. Okay. Because Steve from La Mirada would, because we had to stre- stretch it out. You couldn't win more than once a month. Oh, right. So he would he would call and say, is it, is it a month yet? I said, no, no, Steve, it's not. He said, can I squeal anyway and you can let somebody else win? And sometimes I would. <laughs> and But he was really good at it. I mean, these guys really honed their art. And it was always fun to get <laughs> women to call up. And, you know, oh, yeah. And uh, you, you, uh, this could go very wrong or it could be surprising. <laughs> and sometimes the women, I mean, just like a pig. I mean, it's yeah. like really realistic pig squealing noises. <laughs> and so it was it was fabulous. Um, the other thing that I like to do on the on the show was uh, 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 people don't realize it, but we did have a playlist. Yes. <laughs> the the other thing I like to do, and I'd get in trouble depending on who was in charge of things at the time, because I I sur- survived somehow through uh, three or four different program directors, uh, is not play what was on the playlist. Of course not. Yeah. In fact, uh, I got called into uh, the office uh, on several occasions, and one of them I got called in uh, was when. Uh, uh, Pam Edwards was the program director. Have you talked about her much on the podcast? Somewhat, yes. Um, 
Her uh, uh, musical point of view, uh, I think if you compare mine and hers, mine would be somewhere uh, in the uh, heavy metal dungeon, and hers would be somewhere with the uh, PTA. <laughs> and so uh, I was talking, I told a little story on the air about at the time uh, when uh, uh, Tommy Lee and Heather uh, Locklear were together. Yep. And I said, imagine you know, you're at a party. And you're a female rocker, and you sh- you know you get all done up, get your hair nice and big, and put on your little lime green uh, lycra miniskirt, and your uh, tube top, and you head over to the party, and you walk in there, and there's Tommy Lee, and you're all excited. But then you see Heather, and the first thing in your head is you say that bitch, <laughs> and uh, and right, I mean that's just reality. That's what happens. I'm it's just telling the story. Com- that's very all I was doing. Competitive gender. I get called into uh, Pam's office the next Monday, and she said, well, I'm going to have to uh, take you off the air. I'm going to fire you. <laughs> and I said, why? She said, well, you said the B word on the air. Whoops. And I said, well, you know, in context, it wasn't, I mean, I wasn't calling anybody a name necessarily. I was just telling a story. She said, no, that's fine. And besides that, you, you didn't play uh, uh. like half the songs on the list. <laughs> and so I... I um, now that I have to put on my salesman hat because remember the uh, I, if you heard the last episode uh, of uh, Thrash Pie Radio you found out that my first sales job was talking KNAC into hiring me right um, but now I have to talk KNAC into keeping me <laughs> right <laughs> and so I said well you know uh, Pam uh, it would be a shame if I didn't get to do my show anymore she said why is that I said well uh, Fred Sands who owned the radio station at the time Fred um Listens to my show uh, in the when he's at the gym on Saturdays, and then he reports back to Gary Price, the general manager, about uh, you know. So I, because I and also I do all of Fred's uh, commercials. I write his commercials for his, uh, and she didn't know this. She, she was new. She was there for one week. Her first and she official, comes after you the first week. <laughs> first official duty was to get rid of me. Uh, is I I write and produce all of Fred's uh, commercials, uh, and people call up and request these commercials when they're requesting music. Uh, it's part of our programming profile for Fred's commercials to sound better than eh, anybody else. That's a little else's. bit of a stretch, but I'll let you have that one. No, it is true. <laughs> fast Start Insurance. People used oh, to call up and request the Fast Start the insurance, insurance one, yeah. There was one for apartments, too, right? Uh, yeah, he right. had apartments. He had a construction company. He had insurance. <laughs> he had real estate. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so, oh, so I could see the wheels turning in her head. Like, uh, you know, she wants to make sure that she doesn't upset the apple cart mm. with her new employer. And uh, ultimately, long story short, she said, okay, well, you're suspended for one week. And then a week later, I got to go back on the air. (laughs) Oh, so the next Saturday you were good. The following Saturday I was good. (laughs) Yeah. It had been a week. Yeah, it had been a week. Yes, sir, it had. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how that one goes. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of great stories. I actually met Pam for the first time at our big 30th anniversary reunion. Yeah. How is she? You know, I enjoyed her very much. She's a bright gal. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know she's smart. She's a very successful lady. And, um, you know, I think she inherited the station at a time when it was, you know, the music transitions going on from the big hair band Uh uh, ballads to, you know, and and alternative was starting to show up and grunge and a pretty tough time to have to handle the station musically but sure anyway i anyway I, I didn't work for her so i can tell you that yeah but so a little bit now about um your teaching uh, opportunities oh yeah i haven't talked much about that no. I, I uh i am a um it's believe it or not 
and I don't know how, again, this had to be a sales job, but I, I do teach at two colleges, at a junior college and a university, yeah. a private university. Oui. And so at uh, Mount San Antonio College in Walnut, I teach various uh, broadcasting classes. Mm. And this uh, year, I started teaching at Chapman University. And where all of their professors are PhDs. Yeah. And I, I've got a bachelor's, but I don't have a master's yet. But um, I'm what they call a practitioner. Ah, do you have to have a license? No. I, I mean, I've, okay. just, I've got a lifetime of life experience and <laughs> job experience. No, teaching license? No, you don't need that. But, okay. uh, but uh, anyway, I'm in the School of Communications over there, and I'm teaching a class uh, this year uh, on sports entertainment. Next year, I'm teaching po- – next semester, I already have my next class figured out. It's uh, – It's a class that I have uh, produced for uh, Mount San Antonio College. I'm going to uh, adapt it for Chapman. It's for uh, for podcasting. How about the future of podcasting? What do you think? Well, I I think uh, it's been kind of in a a hover pattern for Mm -hmm. the last five or ten years or so, but uh, you would think that it would just take off and become so commonplace. But uh, uh, even the big networks like Podcast One and some of the others, I mean, they're just... They're, they're just there, and they don't seem to be household names with, uh, with it's everybody. It's tough. The marketing of each is is really tough. It seems like there's podcast one. You can get a big bundle of them together yeah. and sell some advertising and get revenue that way. Yeah. I, I, it's I, something about it. It's not quite there yet. But I meet people all the time who say, oh, yeah, I, I just, I'm just so sick of radio. I listen yeah. to, I'm a podcast guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so who do you listen to? And then I find out, and they listen to all the – Obvious, you know, the big ones. And then they've got like two or three like kitschy uh, podcasts with 50 listeners that, that right. they just enjoy. That, right. And that's what's nice about podcasting. There's a podcast about everything. And if there isn't one yet, y- you could make one. Yeah. And that's what's nice about it. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> that means anybody can make one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. And, you know, you've been the, you've been the guy who's... I don't know. A lot of us, like me, you know, kind of go by the wayside. I like being a disc jockey. I like being a morning man. Yeah. I couldn't graduate into, you know, uh, uh, news reading. I, it just wouldn't work for me. Yeah. You know? Well, well, I have just a little uh, tip, and some people picked up on this midway through my news reading, uh, Anchorman. Yeah. I used to have to write my own teases and headlines, uh-huh. and Uh-oh. as often as I could, I would work in the <laughs> title or a lyric from a heavy metal song <laughs> into the headline or the tease. And that was probably your success right there, yes. my friend. So there you go. That's going to do it for this time. Phil Hewlett, one of the uh, extra special KNAC graduates. Many, many thanks for for doing these podcasts with me. All right. uh, Let me know what you think. Comments, uh, you know, complaints, anything at thrashpie at gmail.com. And uh, Facebook page, give me a like and a share. And uh, keep your eyes open for the next Thrash Pie radio podcast.